0: This is the TBL podcast with the commish. Hey, and welcome to the third podcast, TBL podcast. Our guest tonight was supposed to be Chris hey, Tillman, but he bailed on us. So you know what? We've got a better guy. We
1: Nice. Got I like, I like, I like Scotty, being second.
0: Scotty Baker.
1: Hi, everyone. How are you?
0: <laughs> uh, I'm good. We're good. Scott Baker has been in the league forever. Um, Started off with the Bears back in the 80s. and uh, 687
1: chicken wings, is hearsay.
0: Then he retired, and then he thought, I'm going to come back with Riverdale, and
1: now we're here. Welcome to the show, Scott Baker. Thanks very much. Scott, uh, what are you doing tonight? Uh, you know what, I just turned down an episode of Miami Vice and uh I thought I had to put a list together of my favorite things, like my favorite color and our rainbow's really overrated and stuff like that. And I realized we're just gonna talk about Burby, so Yeah. Listen,
0: man, I, I appreciate your putting down Crockett and Tubbs for a little Burby. I remember my It's a good Friday, Friday night. My Friday nights, it was Miami Vice followed by Battlestar Galactica. And I'm
1: dating myself. That's a great choice. That's a great choice.
0: Listen, those were good Friday nights. But uh, let's talk, Burby, and let's talk about Scott. Where did you start playing?
1: I oh, ugh. Uh, beaches, I guess. So four older brothers playing at Williamson Road School, smashing home runs in the backyard. Uh, playing at the cottage, we have an open lot between two uh, two cottages. So we used to play up there, and a brother and I banned each other because of a foul ball going through branches, which is a never a, a good thing. And. Um, I started pitching on my driveway and between two bedroom windows. And anytime I throw one of my rare, very rare wild pitches, uh, you know, one of my hungover brothers would get up and bang on the window and tell me to knock it off.
0: Yes. And to this day, your, your wild pitches are very rare.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, one, it's one stat. No one's following.
0: Yes. Oh, listen, I think that's a story everyone has in their childhood is uh, hitting someone's uh, the ball in someone's yard through someone's window. Uh, but that was, that was Burby, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, hell doing that, eating cereal, playing road hockey is probably the only things we were doing back then.
0: I'll tell you, I remember as a kid and I'm, we're talking like 12 years old, I would start off at like maybe 11 or noon. And then I would go home for lunch, like a 20 minute walk home for lunch, come back and played the rest of the afternoon until it got dark. And that was, that was Burby.
1: You know, I, it's funny because the league is based on one, on that same premise that a lot of guys in the league are like, I only really played in one or two schools around my house. And then when you kind of find out, you're like around the corner, there's this other one. And now we're playing here. I'm like, all right, all right.
0: Exactly. Uh, so how did you, how did you get to playing in the actual Toronto Burby league? Like, like, what was that? What was the first connection?
1: Oh, the, the connection was made with uh, my closest mate, Sir Jason Darby. He got me into the league. So we, uh, he was already a member of the Birchcliffe Bears. I joined them in 2012, if I remember. And we had a great championship season. The winning photo was my son holding the trophy. His first is you, if memory serves.
0: Thank you for reminding me about that
1: one nothing game. Uh, fantastically pitched game, fantastically won.
0: Seven innings. I even remember the time, which was 32 minutes total time. And, And after that, I was like, all right, this isn't how a finals is
1: supposed to go. Let's, Probably, add two, let's add two innings. It was a, it was, I, from what I remember, it was a bit of a cold, chilly day. It was a little overcast. And I'll say this. I mean, I've, never, I've always wanted to drink out of a cup. And then I saw that one and I was, uh, you know, I was a little worried about it. But my son was there and I had to put on a good show. So.
0: Oh, you guys drank plenty out of that cup. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I remember you guys came right over to me and started to drink just, just to rub it in, you know, the big win. And, you know, that's, that's what you would do back then, uh, Scotty Baker. You would rub things in. You would rub people the wrong way. And I don't mind saying it, and you don't mind saying it. You were a bit of an a-hole.
1: Yeah, you know what's funny about that? That's just perception. Maybe some people don't remember the jokes of uh, George Bell. And I don't know. I may have used one on camera. It's in the archives. <laughs> and uh, years go by, and all of a sudden, everyone's friends, and uh, you know, these stories come out.
0: Well, like well, I flipped I mean, listen, someone's they're... car in the
1: driveway while it was snowing.
0: Yeah, listen, I, 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 we're not talking about you know, there's no actual Scott Baker stories, but. You were a guy. Okay, I like,
1: I like to throw a pitch a little inside because I like to look at the guy while I'm doing it. And sometimes it gets a little closer. There's a few guys in the Kings that I hit way more often than I should, and those are accidental. And for you individuals, you know who you are. I am always really sorry before I let go of it.
0: Right, but but I'm talking about when you first started with Birchcliffe. The, those, we're talking about two different Scott Bakers. The Scott Baker in Birchcliffe... You know, you had some struggles. You had struggles, possibly some some drinking struggles or, or whatever it was you were doing. And Jesus, you know what? this is a family podcast? Listen, this is a family podcast, but you know what? We open ourselves up here and, you know, tell me exactly what was it back then that sort of, you know, what, what were the struggles you had? Because you're a totally different person now.
1: Thank you. I do like to get younger. Uh, I would say probably 2015, I broke my hand. And when I came back after that, it was over the winter. When I came back, my attendance wasn't there. I was working in Kensington, which is an amazingly worst place to be working when you're trying to not do that stuff. And I just lost all the zip on my fastball. I, th- I remember the last time I finally was able to get back on the field again, my worst game was the hood, and it was also, if memory serves, against you. And I just would watch. I tried to throw that ball as hard as I could, and I would have that snap coming right off my body. And I just watched that ball fall a string all the way down, and I would watch all of you guys launching them onto the street. And I knew something was wrong, and I just I walked away from the game. And I was downtown and there was just a lot of reasons, but in the end, it just, uh, I walked away for a while. And so when I came back, you know, that was actually really good for me because I took a couple years off and I remember talking to you about it, saying like, Hey, I want to come back, but you know, I'm a little older. I want to try this game out again. At the time I, I was leaving as when you were starting or around the time you were starting the Kings, there wasn't really that division when I was there. So there was a whole new crop of people and a lot more history. And I thought, well, it sounds like this is, and, and Premier has a great name for it because, it, and Kings, they're, they're very divisive words, but it's almost like they're very uniquely singular words on their own. It's not upper tier and lower tier. And over time, all of us can match up. And I think that's what's really great is that I was like, I want to try this out with these guys. So when I kind of reached out to you, you got me thinking and, and, and showed me these guys. And I introduced myself to um, our GM, Willie D from the 2018 group of pirates, the Riverdale Spartans. I'll be honest with you. When I first met those guys, I kind of thought I was going to get mugged, <laughs> but to, it's they're funny and a solid bunch of dudes, all of them, every single one of them. And I saw that a lot after, after that first year throughout the entire Kings conference, all the teams were full of guys like that. And they were tough challenges but we had, and then we watched you guys and you guys had this great history and, you know, that's amazing. But there's a lot of uh, regimented foundations of, of, you know, teams versus teams versus teams and players versus hitters and pitchers. And I loved being a part of that. But the Kings kind of felt like it, maybe it needed something a little bit more structured. It was just a lot more fun. It was a lot more fluid. And I've I've enjoyed it ever since, you know, taking over the the stat stuff and kind of trying to be a part of it and trying to be a mediator for them. And it's, I've seen a lot of growth from the Kings. And, you know, I've loved it ever since.
0: I got to say, Scotty, you you saved the Riverdale Spartans you saved the burby lives of somebody like oh,
1: Jesus Christ
0: no listen it's it's true because i
1: didn't dr- i didn't realize i was drinking wine tonight
0: no listen these guys were they were left for dead they really were i was actually in the midst of creating a third division because riverdale they were just in tough they were losing a lot of games and there was just no sort of end to that in sight and then all of a sudden Scott Baker comes on the scene. I'm just like, okay, this is a nice little balance. Baker comes in, can throw the heat, can throw the curve. And now Riverdale can rally behind this guy. And that's what they've done. Am I right?
1: You're right. You're right. I I do have a question though, for you. When you're done editing this thing, is this the red shoe diaries part that people have to pay into to realize that you're taking (laughs) digs at my Inability to not drink better than everyone else. Or <laughs> listen, you
0: know, man. You just on these podcasts. My, my savior it, attitude. No, you just leave it all on the table, man. That's yeah. what you, that's what he saw so You know, if you got something to say to me, bring it, and I will take it.
1: Oh, it's kind of funny. I mean, I've always been like that. Like, if we're writing emails to people, and being like, "Yo, man, give me your stats," and then I show up and they're like, oh, "I'm so sorry." I'm like, "Ah, it's fine." That's why I love joking with people. I mean. You know, it. I and I've learned that from a lot of guys that have bounced down from from Kings and 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 Premier and having us do All Star games and, and doing all, you know home run derbies. I think sometimes that's that's the best thing when you have those little mix ups in the World Cups. It's you kind of get guys just they're doing their best. They're going out there and some guys are in better shape. Some guys it's the, the right it's not the right season. But when you get out there and you're having your your fun, you mean a lot more guys that are similar you just don't see them as often because you're yes. not matching up with those parks you're not seeing those games prior to yours
0: well i'm glad you're having a lot of fun with riverdale oh, thank you. um and so where have you seen so riverdale go from the time that you joined them uh until now
1: uh i would probably say early success for me personally arm was healthy i was showing it off to those guys uh some of them over time have made my life on the mound you know really tough, and now teams have gotten better both with the contact off me, off, off other tough pitches. You know, and there's a lot of us, it's not, it's it, the scores don't, you know, they belie the idea that it, it's just a sh- it's shooting gallery out there. And sometimes the pitching matches up, you know, bar none. With if you get two, three, I looked back when you told me I was going to do this, I look back at my own history with the Bears. And I've talked to uh, again Sir Jason Darby, and I'm like, I don't remember pitching half the time. And he goes, "You've had tons of innings." I'm like, I don't remember that. Uh, I so remember maybe that. I, yeah. I, I mean, I remember coming in a little bit, but I don't remember having games where I started four innings or something like that. And it, I was looking up, I was reading the bios on some of the old games, and I thought, you know, I either my mind's going, or I didn't no, realize no. that I was able to hold myself together for those innings by just pitching around hitters that could absolutely mash you and then you get to the kings and my arm's better and i'm older but my i'm stronger and i thought oh this is going to be a cakewalk and after a couple years they all started realizing that they could wait me out the some of the lefties a couple of the righties could really find you know the spots to really hit me at and some teams every team's got one or two guys at least everyone's got one and a couple of them have two where it's just i'm going up there throwing eight nine pitches and even if I get the out, um, it's the middle of the summer, it's three o'clock in the afternoon, there's no cloud, and I'm just like I'm throwing 80, 90 pitches a, a game. And I thought this is this is gonna be crazy if if this game's still two-one, and for some reason it should be seven to, to, to one, you know, seven to two, seven to three. So right. that was our biggest so- challenge. And I think that after a few seasons of that, um You know, there's wear and tear on my arm. We're not finishing stronger and tighter games. If I have a loose performance, if our bats have dried up, the pressure's on every single pitch, and that gets amplified in the playoffs. And I feel our best way was just to kind of see who was available, see who could maybe get us the two flip innings, go one here, go three, one. Do that and do the best we could against everything else. And right now, I think, honestly, the – uh, it, it's for us, our our biggest strength that we, we, we always needed, everyone's always known, it everyone's told us that, and or we can hit. It was the strong arm. We needed to put pressure on the other clubs to know that me or the another guy could be interchangeable and be dangerous, because it didn't matter who came in. Well, and the pressure so let, off us. Let's,
0: let's talk about that, that Scott, because um, you've got the bats, you've got some big bats. And you got your arm, but yeah, you are failing with that extra two or three innings or or relief. Um, What's the furthest you've gone? What's the furthest you've gone in the playoffs with Riverdale?
1: I think if if it's off the top of my head, I think maybe we have an extra round, maybe one or two of those years. So we've maybe got we've maybe kicked ourselves out of the first game, but I don't think we've ever gotten the semis. And to be honest, semis would be nice, and when you find out other teams get knocked out because they had a tough game against another tough team that you thought that team was definitely going to go through, it's like, man, if we could get through that one game. This
0: this seems like an appropriate time to make an announcement that I believe will get you past the semis.
1: Okay, is this where the music comes in, or is this this where the intermission at the drive-in cinema... There's no music,
0: although I know you're a drummer, so if you want a drum roll, please...
1: Oh, no, I just want people to picture the popcorn and the the milkshake just taking a walk for a bit. Scott Baker
0: is making an announcement right now because Riverdale is adding a player like no other. Go ahead, Scott. Who who are you introducing? Like no other. He
1: just spent 16 minutes, everyone, talking me up. But anyways, so I'd like to announce that uh, our general manager through the uh, league office has signed the former agent court hitman Marty Patience as the new member of the Riverdale Spartans. And I will say this, Marty joining us, that gives us amazing promise, great potential this upcoming summer. There's no pressure on the crew. And, it, you know, there, when weather is being what it is, it's it, it, this is perfect. The pressure's off or it's eased for a lot of us. And the threat atop at of the standings, that is our goal. Because we had a great team batting stat all year and great team defense. And it just – the standings don't show it. And for us to win, and that's something to look forward to, I'm enjoying the summer. I'm looking forward to it. As a My side parents, note, is- because – hey, as a, Hold on a second. As a side note, I am bringing back – my original glove from childhood, the same one I had when it was bought at Eagle Beaver when I was nine years old, when they moved from Queen Street and the Beaches to right beside that funeral parlor at uh, Danforth and Main Street. And it's the one I last wore when I won the cup.
0: Scott, nobody cares about the glove. They care about Marty Patience joining the Riverdale Spartans.
1: Hey, I, I, I'm, I'm liking it.
0: That is huge. Marty has a huge bat. He hits home runs. He's got a good arm. If, if, if all he has to do is throw two or three innings, like, wow. I mean, I'm not going to say you guys are going to win it next year, but all of a sudden Riverdale goes from the bottom of the pile. Now you are at least top three, and I'm going to say top two in the league, which has never happened before.
1: That's a huge jump, actually. I'll, I'll th- thanks for that. Thanks for also stopping my rant because that was a little bit crazy. You can edit this as much as you want any way you like later. No,
0: there's. Uh, it's hard to edit you, man. Like, you just keep going and going and going. So <laughs> I got to try and jump it whenever I can just to stop. You know, it's like, do I want this to guy to go five minutes on a baseball glove that he's bringing in? No, this is not happening.
1: It's you know what, this isn't just for us, this is not a phone call just for us.
0: I know, and other people don't want to know about a, a, a special glove, but they do want to know about Marty Patience and Riverdale finally being relevant.
1: What do the, the
0: rest of your guys say to that? I, uh,
1: you know what, I, I, we haven't spoken a lot. We're supposed to do a poker night this weekend, know it's been moved to next weekend, I think, so it's going to come up in conversation, and we're looking forward to it. It's been a lot of back and forth between a couple of us, but. Until now, they don't know. And when they when this gets aired, um, there's only been really with me and Willie that have known this. So, right, this is going to be something that's uh, going to probably shock a lot of guys, and my text is going to blow up a little bit. So, actually, yeah,
0: this may shock Marty Marty's former team, Agent Court. Uh, but Marty had said that he just it's won a 100. they're a
1: great team. Every single they, one of they those are guys. a great team,
0: and I, I I know they had some struggles getting guys out, and I hope they still come out. Uh, but Marty just said he wanted to change the scenery. And, and I uh, I had said to him, well, who who do you want to go with? And he's like, I like those Riverdale guys. I'm, like,
1: I'm like, is that how
0: this started? That's, really? that's how this started. Like, he's like, I like music Riverdale changes
1: guys. everything. You are right.
0: No, it's, I'm just, I, I thought to myself, wow, that's that's pretty cool. And that's going to really change the game. I know. That uh, uh Van Horn is listening to this, shaking in their boots. I know, I know Don Mills not. and Angelo's like, oh, I'm not gonna win my third. Dwayne doesn't
1: shake, he dances. He he's not concerned. <laughs> he wants to get us out there as quick but as possible.
0: You just put everyone on notice, friend, what's going to happen in the Kings? There are no more easy wins. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's true. I guess right. there, they there weren't before, but this is I listen after COVID, after sporadic attendance with everybody, and just trying to trying to make the league work, having kids soccer matches starting in the middle of an afternoon. Um, it, this is we're the world is gonna open up a little bit more this when the sun comes out, and guys like we're gonna have a lot more fun, and so th- th- this changed with Marty coming on board. Oh, it is gonna make it's gonna make fun to get to that park and just be like, oh, hey, yeah. "Do you want to go this inning? Do you want to go this inning? Do you want to go?" Because he'll he, both of us can go in and out, and so this will be hilarious. I'm looking it's, forward. It's to it. It's
0: gonna be great. Listen, man, good things happen to good people, even though you know, Riverdale, they do look like ex-convicts. <laughs> thanks uh, for the butt. Thank you. <laughs> we deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even though you guys
1: are rough around the edges, man. Uh, I, hey, I, I watched know. the Chris Farley episode uh, interview on David Letterman to get ready for this. So I'm doing the best I can.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you did a great job. We're going to end it on that note, my friend. Uh, thanks for doing the podcast. Thanks for helping out with, with, with the Burby league. I know you do a lot with stats. And it also, you have to chase for stats. And I know that could be a little, uh, uh, you know, aggravating. So thanks for putting up with that. Thanks for doing the podcast, man. What did you think?
1: I thought it was great. You guys should all be doing this. This is fun, man. And, and uh, you know what, if, you, if, 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 if for nothing else, for everybody out there that may or may not be listening to this, it's free therapy. Just, uh, you know, let somebody call you.
0: Absolutely. You know, I'm glad you talked about your cocaine addiction. And, uh, <laughs> and we'll you end know up what? On that Just note, because friend, I mentioned Miami Vice once. <laughs> That's all you have to do. That's the code word, Miami Vice.
1: I guess, I guess the still undetermined being a wild card is out for the uh, judgment.
0: <laughs> Thanks, buddy. That's all, all right. we have uh, for this show. Tune in next week. We've got a special guest. I'm not even going to tell you about it but it's going to be good. Thanks I'm not, for listening. I'm not, I'm, I'm not TV- coming back next week, guys. You're
1: not? No, you're not going to listen no. anymore? No, no. I mean, I'm not, it won't be me. It won't be me.
0: It will. You you can be sure it's not going to be Scott
1: Baker. Okay, yeah.
0: All right. Thanks for listening.
1: All right. Good night. You've been listening to the TBL Podcast
0: with The Commish.